0: Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the CORDEX Digital Shipping Podcast. My name is Leo Grayson, and I'll be your host today. We are joined by another colleague here at CORDEX, Captain Mohit Sabawal, Head of Operations. We'll be speaking with Captain to discuss his experiences at sea, how we all can communicate the need to decarbonize the industry to our crew at sea, and what revolutionary changes we can expect to see in the industry in the years to come. We hope you enjoy it. Good morning, Captain. Hey, Leo. Good morning. Excited to be here. <laughs> Excellent. We're excited to have you. Uh, before we get started, can you tell us all a little bit about uh, who you are, your experience, and what you do with the team here at cortex
1: So I come from a small town in northeast part of India, and uh, I'm an ex-seafarer by background. I have sailed for nearly 15 years, mainly on oil tankers and throughout with home. I was mainly sailing on VLCCs back in my sailing days and I always remember the most exciting phase of my sailing period which was in 2013 or so when I got a chance to sail on one of the most interesting and different type of ships that were VLOCs. I initially sailed as first officer on them and then was even fortunate to get command on those type of vessels.
0: And for those that maybe don't know, what does VLOCC stand for? <laughs> That's a good
1: question. So VLOC stands for a ship, a type of ship which okay. can carry a bulk cargo, yes. solid cargo, yes. as well as oil. So ah, it's okay. basically stands for very large ore oil carrier. Got gotcha, you. Okay. And they're highly complicated ships designed very sophisticatedly. So I was one of the lucky one to cool. have sailed with them. Awesome. So, from there on, the journey continued, and I was a part of Tanker Terminals as Marine Pilot, okay. and uh, thereafter with MERS Tankers in their commercial operations. So, having spent some good time in MERSC, now from last almost two years, I am here with Codex, where we, as a team of highly skilled professionals from multiple domains, are trying to make a meaningful difference in the maritime industry and contributing in this transformational journey. And what do you do at Codex? Codex, I am uh, heading the operations department. Okay. We mainly, operations here mainly takes care of entire pre-installations to post-installation. That includes logistics, supply chain, our installation on board. And then once installation is done, then we take care of customer support and stuff also.
0: So you're very crucial in making sure customers are brought to
1: value. Oh, yes. The entire change management uh, process is so very crucial which we here in cortex is making sure it is well carried forward excellent well thank you for that intro so captain you mentioned that you've sailed for
0: 15 plus years what made you finally decide to come ashore and and to join the cortex team
1: wow that's a question which is close to almost all seafarers heart who made switch from ship to shore so well the primary reason for me to come ashore was that I always wanted to be to do more, okay. wanted to be part of the value chain, and used to ask myself what's next. Though I never planned in my early sailing days of switching a show, but one thing was super clear: that I wanted to have much more on my plate than it was being offered. Especially after taking command, this thought used to always intrigue me a lot that how can I best contribute and exploit my expertise, my experience and skills with the larger network out there to have a meaningful impact in people's life and in the industry. And the secondary reason in is which will match with most of them out there is to be with family. You will agree with me that once your family expands, we tend to make decisions which can bring you closer to them in longer term, of course. So,
0: of course, I can imagine being far from your family at long, long periods of time is really difficult for,
1: as being a seafarer. How long would you go without seeing your family? Oh, that was, uh, so w- when you are in the junior ranks, you tend to do a little longer contracts than when you are as a senior. So as a, I remember 20 years back when I was sailing as a cadet, I used to do 10 months at a stretch on board. 10 months? <laughs> yeah and as slowly and uh, as and when you get on to the ranks as a captain you are at times doing 4 months 5 months but as a captain i also did 7 months in a stretch with my family on board really yes <laughs> with with the, with your kid as well yes my daughter was there my wife was there and we ended up spending up uh, 7 months on board oh wow so what do you, what do you do with your daughter on board a uh... What, what kind of vessel was this that you were on with your family? Same, the see, see, Yeah. Well, and, and how do you entertain a, a small kid on a vessel? Oh, she believe me, when, when you have a kid on board, it be, he or she becomes a sweetheart of entire crew, <laughs> entire complement on board. Because we are only 25, 26 people on board. Yes. So that kid makes the entire atmosphere lively on board. where everyone wants to play with the kid and wants to spend time and all so that was really some good memories i have wow that that's nice i didn't realize you could have a family on board that's 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 really cool yeah so during
0: your time at sea you sailed with tone as well as mares tankers you must have some really exciting stories what can you say is the most influential or the most impactful moments of your career whilst at
1: sea oh thanks for the question leo so well during my early days as junior officer The commercial planning was something which inspired me and I used to foresee myself in that role of getting involved in commercial aspect of maritime business. While in senior role and as a captain of ship, the fact that so much can be done and remains as a to-do in this industry inspired me to think further as to why and how I should plan my next move to contribute for this transition, which was and of course is taking place in the industry at various levels be it in regards to human element or digital transformation or sustainability or related to environment protection
0: yeah. excellent
1: and so seeing um, seeing
0: those commercial heads on the vessel is what inspired you to, to move into
1: this role. Here. Very much. So the entire planning behind the cargo, the cargo lifting and loading and discharging used to inspire me so much that, Hey, can I be part of this value chain on the show side? And can we, can I be into that planning part? Because I love to plan. Yes. I love to plan and I love to execute as well on those plans. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. So Captain, moving from Master Mariner at VLCCs and Senior Voyage Manager at Marge Tankers to Head of Operations at Cordex, what are some of the key takeaways from your experiences at Sea that you use today to successfully manage both your team and your customers? Wow,
1: this requires some memory refreshment. Okay, from the team perspective, when I started managing teams on board, which generally starts happening when you are a first officer, I believed and adopted the concept of lead by example after understanding team members' outlook and thoughts. For me, collaboration, team engagement, co-creation and working as a team as one force always played an important role in my career journey. And from the customer point of view, this is something which I got a chance to practice more during my days in Musk where we used to lie commercially with different ship owners, charterers, brokers, and ship managers to understand their requirements, their feedback, and then bringing it back and assessing it as a team, how could we adopt or implement or cater to those different asks from various segments of customers. This is also something which I learned more during my MBA days, where my final thesis or capstone project that we call was on how commercial department in any organization can ensure that voice of customer, which is so very important, is given the highest priority in such a way to have a house of quality within the department for seamless operations end-to-end. Okay. Very,
0: very uh, thorough explanation. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned a good point. You're, when you were at Maerski, you are dealing with quite a few different customers and different asks and you're also dealing with teams that I'm sure change or seafarers that are coming on board vessels, changing vessels. Um, how do you keep everyone motivated, especially when you're at sea for so long and and, and your requirements are changing and your crew are changing? How do
1: you how do you keep people motivated? So the so, so the motivation part is so very crucial. And I believe one of the important aspect is when your team knows that how, what type of projects they are involved in, what are the future picture, what they are working for. If they are able to connect high level on the final uh, outcome, then I believe it is easy to motivate people rather than just involving them on the day to day jobs, what they are trying to do. So basically what I'm trying to say is connecting people with the outcome is so very important to keep them motivated on day to day basis. Absolutely. Sustainability,
0: decarbonization, digitalization, these are all hot topics that are being discussed in the industry right now. Based on your experiences, Captain, how can ventures like us at Cordex better communicate these needs to make shipping more sustainable to our colleagues at sea, to the seafarers that are at sea for months at a time?
1: Yeah, indeed. These are the buzzwords nowadays, simply because it's so very important that an industry which was traditional by nature from last so many years is changing and transforming on such a massive scale. Firstly, unlike other industry where they are way ahead or already have uh, achieved a certain level of digital mindset, Mm -hmm. whether it is process related or tech infusion in their operations, maritime industry have just embarked upon this transformational journey from last few years only. And having said that it is crucial to not have only corporates and ship owners or other stakeholders in this entire value chain to be on same page. But equally important is to take care of a seafarer's interest and buy-in. Absolutely. This change management or mindset shift is paramount, which cannot be forced upon if we want to achieve these goals and want to see a transformed industry altogether. So on the very basic level, we need to ensure that our colleagues at sea have a super clarity of thoughts. That the solutions being rolled out in various categories are like an aid to them. Okay. That is so very important. Are there to assist them and augment their capability and capacity? Solution like what Cortex is offering is something which I'm sure the end user, whether on board or ashore, will appreciate that this will eliminate or reduce most of the basic to-dos and admin-related tasks, thereby assisting them in decision-making and in planning to better coordinate with various stakeholders. Because this will also contribute to the reduction in downtime and maintaining your vessel's machinery Mm -hmm. with the help of real-time predictive analytics. This is a whole new area which is being explored. So overall, what I'm trying to say, whether it's related to have end users buy-in or facilitating change in mindset through repetitive training session. This entire change management process is so very critical to have this transformational journey ironed out exactly as desired. So when you were at C, if you
0: were to have a tool, like we have a Cortex, would that have helped you better understand the sustainability and decarbonization topics that we're now addressing in the industry?
1: For sure. Uh, I cannot uh, have two ways about it. Because thinking about my time where a lot of things were manual, which to date is also, but things are changing. If we would have uh, this type of solutions, what probably uh, we in Cortex are offering, this will for sure make life of seafarers much easier, much uh, easy to plan out. Mm -hmm. So there's no doubt about it the way things are changing and the way uh, the solutions are being brought up in the market, where more and more seafarers are seeing the importance of transparency, which is occurring now.
0: Perfect. Thank you.
1: If you're just
0: now joining the Cordex Shipping Digital Podcast, uh, today we are joined by Captain Mohit Sabruwal, the Head of Operations here at Cordex. We're discussing his 15 plus years at sea uh, and how he's helping us communicate the need to digitize and decarbonize the industry to our seafarers and our crew at sea. So I think it's safe to assume that most people in the shipping industry are aware of the fact that 90% of all global trade is actually conducted at sea through shipping um, and that shipping is also responsible for at least 2% of all carbon emissions uh, in our world. So, Captain, what do you see as the next revolutionary change that the industry will embrace to improve sailing efficiency?
1: Well, next few big changes have already started making buzz in the market, whether it's related to taking care of our seafarers in terms of training and familiarization, or with regard to complying with regulatory compliances such as IMO 2030 and 2050 targets. To increase sailing efficiency, whether it's in regard to human resources or asset optimization or further optimizing opex the key area will always be the biggest cost contributors which as we very well know are human resources on board then bunkers which vessel use during the course of their voyage and of course maintenance cost of vessels and machinery so many of these areas will also translate to show side in any of the ship owners or some shipping corporate offices. So having said this, to improve efficiency on human front, we have to continuously devise such solution, such breakthrough technologies which will assist our seafarers and shore staff to be smarter, to be agile and to augment their actions in the wider area of responsibilities. It is widely known that once from any system, if we automate the basic repetitive tasks, or admin processes, certainly the efficiency and effectiveness is bound to increase. And secondly, on the other major areas like bunker saving or asset optimization, I am proud to be with Codex, where we focus on the energy management of maritime assets, the way our product and solution offers in-depth analysis through sensor data and allowing superintendents and engineers on board and other key stakeholders to make data driven decisions is undoubtedly creating the next wave of revolutionary change. And taking further, there are many solutions coming up in the ecosystem, bringing a fresh perspective and a brand new ideology to see things all together from different angle, which was mostly not yet practiced or thought about. So, you know, Leo, overall, Tech is the enabler in this journey and with improved connectivity on board with more and more collaboration with industry players and with the right mindset and approach, we are bound to achieve a whole new agile and lean shipping industry.
0: Excellent. Thank you. So as a follow up to what we just talked about, the last question, do you think, Captain, that wind power is going to return or that we're going to see sales again on vessels?
1: Oh yes, there are already signs showing it's making a return. You know, a couple of years ago, we saw Maersk did this project of installing rotor sails on one of their LR2 size tanker with the aim to achieve fuel saving. Similarly, after them, it's being done by quite a few players in the industry now. And the concepts are even going ahead where we might see in future actual sails on board, which are digitally controlled and assisted by preset algorithms AI and ML to have maximum leverage of the natural resources such as wind power. Not only this, but there are research and projects being conducted to leverage other natural forces at sea, such as ocean currents, tidal waves and resources like solar energy, which means in the future, more ships will offer Superior energy efficiency using these renewable energy sources, which in turn will reduce fuel consumption and will eliminate harmful emissions, and of course, this will significantly reduce environmental impact. So, are you saying that in the years to come, we're going to
0: see a VLCC, or for our dry bulk friends, a Panamax with?
1: mass in, in sales Quite possible, yes. Oh wow. This is already <laughs> in cool. the news and it's making a wave and these will be highly sophisticated sails which will be able to which will be adjusted as per the wind direction and all and all digitally controlled. Probably no human interference will be required in those adjustments. It will be all basis weather forecast yes. and all the tools will be inside that and it's, it's in the it, it's in the news.
0: That's going to be so time. cool to
1: see. <laughs> Well, Captain,
0: thank you very much for joining us this morning on our Digital Shipping Podcast. It's great to speak with you, hear about your experiences at sea, and to get your perspective on, on how we can connect our goals and our missions to decarbonize industry with seafarers and crew at
1: sea. Thank you, Leo, for this wonderful session and refreshing few of my sailing memories. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Excellent. It was great to hear about your daughter being on the vessel as well. That's
0: That's very unique, I've not heard that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, I think I can speak for everyone here that we're very lucky to have you leading up our operations team. It's a very critical role to have to make sure our customers are successful. And and I, I know our customers are in great hands with you and your team. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Leo.